From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Thank you for tuning WIA National News. This edition, week commencing December 14, 2014, as we head towards our 20th year of non-stop news. That's right, the news will continue right throughout the Christmas period. Australia's first fully integrated digital hospital officially opened Monday at Harvey Bay in VK4 and is the first local hospital to computerise everything from diet to dialysis and integrate its operations, equipment and services. It includes more than 300 kilometres of fibre optic cable. Machines feed data into patients' records directly when they undergo a test. Food is ordered and managed electronically and medication dispensed in a paperless environment. The hospital has Wi-Fi throughout with patient access and free internet. Patients can bring their own tablet to the hospital. IARU Region 3 and APT Agreement International Amateur Radio Union Region 3 and the Asia-Pacific Telecommunity have signed a Memorandum of Understanding to achieve further collaboration. The agreement has been formalised by IARU Region 3 Chairman Gopal Madhaven, VU3GMN, and APT Secretary-General Toshiku Yamada. While the IARU Region 3 regionally looks after the development and protection of the amateur service, the APT, based in Bangkok, sets spectrum allocation, fosters telecommunication services and information infrastructure. IARU Region 3 reps have been attending APT meetings and submitting documents for years. The MOU further strengthens the working relationship of the two regional bodies. The APT was founded in 1979 out of steps taken by the United Nations Economic and Social Commission for Asia and the International Telecommunication Union. It's an intergovernment organisation in Asia-Pacific for communication, information and innovation technologies. It has sister organisations, the CEPT in Europe and CITEL for the Americas. APT has 38 member administrations that develop a regional perspective on World Radio Communication Conference agenda items and WRC 2015 is to be held in Geneva, Switzerland in November and this includes the proposal for a secondary allocation to radio amateurs in the 5 MHz band. The IARU Region 3 is funded by its societies, such as the WIA, which pays dues for international representation on a per-member basis. Who listens to radio? VK7 IR, VK7 Oscar, Oscar. VK7 Bravo, Kilo. VK7 Foxtrot, Golf, Golf, Alpha. VK4 H. VK4 Yankee Charlie, thanks for the news. VK4 ESK, Theo at Southbrook. What use is an F-call? Making contacts on HF is a challenge. Over the past few weeks, I've talked about some of the things you can do to make your HF life simpler. At no time have I advocated sitting on a frequency calling CQ. You could do that if you liked, but there are times and places to be more successful in that endeavour also. If you feel the need to call CQ then pick a frequency that will be visited by others. Make sure you're not at the end of the band where no one goes. Rather, pick a spot next to another big fish. Leave a gap and set up shop next door. Think of it as fishing with bait. The big station is the bait. 
You're the little minnow on the side, easy to pick off if you're heard, ignored if not. The nice thing about being next to a big station is that people are slowing down to hear it, and in doing so might hear you also, which of course is the aim of the game. If I look back at the contacts I've made so far, calling CQ is the least effective way of making a contact. It's not a waste of time, but there are better ways. Searching and pouncing, that is, finding and getting a station one at a time, is much more effective. Use the tools at your disposal. Rotate your antenna, if you have a rotator. Tune slowly and look around. Stations are often in a QSO with another station, so you might not hear both sides of the discussion. You might tune past when the station you cannot hear is talking, so you'll never know that there is a big loud station on the same frequency. Sometimes you hear a loud station, but it's a station responding to a CQ request. If that's the case, set up shop next door and call them as soon as their QSO is finished. You'll pick up weird and wonderful stations along the way. If you hear a station that is just too far away, have a go anyway. You don't know what their conditions are like. For all you know, they have a very quiet QTH and can hear the proverbial mosquito fart. There are many failures in HF communications, making the successes all the sweeter. Have a crack. I'm Ono, VK6FLAB. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Galileo satellite recovered and transmitting navigation signals. Europe's fifth Galileo satellite, one of two delivered into a wrong orbit by the Soyuz Fregat launcher last August, has transmitted its first navigation signal in space. It has reached its new target orbit and its navigation payload has now been successfully switched on. A detailed test operation is underway now the satellite has reached a more suitable orbit for navigation purposes. Ofcom in the UK has published a decision to update the terms and conditions of the amateur radio licence following a consultation published in September. These include changes which would provide amateurs with access to some frequency bands previously available only through the variation of individual licences. The RSGB is said to be pleased that Ofcom have taken into account the views expressed by the Society and the many amateurs who responded to the consultation and have opened a discussion forum on the RSGB website about the new draft licence. New SEPT exam recommendation for persons with disabilities. A new recommendation adopted by the Electronic Communications Committee of the European Conference of Postal and Telecommunications Administrations seeks to ease the access of persons with disabilities to licence examinations for the amateur radio service. ECC Recommendation 1405 was drafted by the IARU Region 1 Regulatory Affairs Coordinator and was adopted by EEC after a consultation process with several administrations providing comments. Z News in India are saying the benefits of amateur radio will be showcased for West Bengal's fishermen community in a bid to ensure severe weather warnings reach them in a timely manner when they're stationed in deep seas. Experts at the Regional Meteorological Department will facilitate and demonstrate the technology to the fishermen at a one-day meet in Diga with the help of Bengal Fisheries Department and the West Bengal Radio Club. 
If the state government decides to go ahead with it, then ham radio could be used effectively to transmit warnings to the fishermen sailing in the deep sea. About 200 kilometres from the seashore, Amberish Nagbiswas, a licensed amateur radio operator and founder of the West Bengal Club, and two of his colleagues said, Great efforts by Philippine hams. The emergency communications provided by hams continues as the devastating typhoon Hegapit, locally called Ruby, moves slowly across the Philippines. Thelma, Delta Uniform 1 India Victor Tango, Philippines Amateur Radio Society Chief Operating Officer, reports that both 7.095 MHz and 144.740 MHz are in use by the Ham Emergency Radio Operations Network. With more, our news editor, Graham, VK4, Baker Baker. Yes, Jason, the Hero Network certainly has been active in latest Philippines disasters. Hero reported that the typhoon, the worst of the year, flattened flimsy homes, toppled trees, cutting power and communication as it moved across the archipelago, taking four days and claiming 30 lives. Sadly, this latest typhoon hit many of the areas yet to recover from last year when 6,500 people were killed. The National Telecommunications Commission requested ham stations set up at the NTC headquarters in Metro Manila and its regional offices. Hams were also embedded in various disaster and risk minimisation operations. Next month, Pope Francis will inspect the city of Tacloban and the disaster recovery efforts. Confidence that the Hero Network is adequately handling all emergency traffic was shown by around 150 stations checking in. The Hero Network running basically from 7am to 7pm, has 2pm roll calls to know each station's reception capabilities at differing propagation. Magnesium-ion may soon replace lithium-ion batteries. Rechargeable lithium-ion batteries are the mobile power sources of choice today, used in everything from laptop computers to handheld transceivers and even automobiles. For years, though, it has been known that they can overheat and even catch fire. Now there may be a new battery material that overcomes this problem as we hear from Amateur Radio Newsline's Heather Emby, KB3TZD. The overheating problem is much less likely to happen with batteries made with magnesium, and magnesium ions in battery electrolytes can carry a double positive charge, increasing the device's energy density or the amount of electricity the battery can store. Still, no one has been able to make a commercially viable magnesium ion battery, mostly because of magnesium's high reactivity with other materials in such a cell, which would interfere with the movement of ions through the electrolyte. Now, researchers Lee Wen Wan and David Pendergast of the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory in California have conducted computer simulations that show this reactivity actually isn't a problem. In the October issue of the Journal of the American Chemical Society, they write that the interference is much lower than they had thought, and therefore a magnesium-ion battery would be more efficient than expected. On that basis, researchers at the National Cheng Kung University in Taiwan improved the stability of the magnesium-ion battery. Fei Yi Hung, one of the three leaders of the team, told the online publication Energy Trends that they accomplished this in part by turning to a new technology that uses electrodes made of magnesium membranes and magnesium powder. The idea of a magnesium ion battery has long been attractive not only because it's less likely to overheat, Hung said, but also that it has up to 12 times the energy density of a lithium ion battery, and its charge discharge efficiency is five times greater. So when can we expect to see magnesium ion batteries hit the consumer market? According to research teams, it will be a while as there are still other technical hurdles to overcome. 
For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Heather Emby, KB3TZD reporting. A Japanese news report says the asteroid mission Hayabusa 2, planned to launch before year's end, will also carry an amateur radio satellite named Shinnan 2. The bird will have an elliptic orbit around the sun and travel to a deep space orbit between Venus and Mars. Shinnan 2's inclination will be almost zero, which means it will stay in the Earth's equatorial plane. The distance from the sun will be between 0.7 and 1.3 astronomical units. An astronomical unit is described as 149,597,871 kilometers. Shenan 2 already has a set of IARU coordinated frequencies. These are 437.505 MHz for its CW beacon and 437.385 MHz to be used for WSJT telemetry. It will also carry a mode J inverting SSB and Morse transponder operating with a lower sideband uplink between 145.940 to 145.960 MHz and a UHF downlink from 435.280 to 435.260 MHz on upper sideband. Will the early 2000s motion picture frequency show up on NBC as a weekly series? That could happen if the Peacock Network proceeds with plans to bring the big screen thriller to the home screen on a weekly basis. Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, who used to work in Hollywood, has some insight. For those who have never seen it, the movie Frequency is centered on the character John Sullivan, played by James Cazavell, a New York City police officer in his mid-30s who is still haunted by the tragic death of his firefighter father, Frank, portrayed by Dennis Quaid. The elder Sullivan died three decades earlier, and the experience has haunted the younger Sullivan's life ever since. One night, John locates an old ham radio transceiver that belonged to his father and begins transmitting. To his shock, John soon gets a response from his deceased father 30 years in the past. The scientific explanation given is that the aurora borealis is taking place and somehow allowed the two men to communicate across time. John Sullivan uses a contact to warn his father, Frank, of his impending death and gives him the information he needs to survive. But changing what happens with time always has its consequences, and John Sullivan's changing the past inadvertently causes consequences with potentials to be worse for all involved. Now, the industry trade publication, The Hollywood Reporter, says that NBC is looking to create a television series Based on the New Line Cinema Thriller, it says that the Peacock Network has already issued a script plus penalty commitment for the series. The term script plus penalty means that even if the show is not produced, that those involved in its initial creation are still paid a fee, but it does not guarantee that the movie or television show will actually be brought into production. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. Who listens to radio? KQ Echo Delta, KK3. 
Golf Sierra Golf. VK4, Papa Mike, Mike Toowoomba. VK4, November, Victor Foxtrot. VK4, ZJ, John in Toowoomba. VK7, SKEV. VK7, LDK. Believe it or not, this story from our Weird and Wonderful file. Weird and Wonderful. Last broadcast, Graham VK4BB brought you that weird and wonderful story of how a car key remote can have its range increased by operating it next to your head. Well, that story drew a response from VK2SKY Richard Murnane. I earned a coveted C8 PhD from the Sydney Morning Herald's venerable column 8 back in 2011 with a dissertation on the very same topic. The column reads, we're not sure if this is the correct answer to why does my remote car key work over a longer distance when I shoot myself in the head with it, query of last week, but it's the best we've got. The Brains Trust at the Manly Warringah Radio Society at Terry Hills has this to offer, writes Richard Benane of that organisation. Keyless remote controls transmit on a frequency of 433.92 MHz which has a wavelength of about 69 centimetres. A person's head with a diameter of about one quarter wavelength can act as what's known as a resonant cavity, leaving aside the fact that in most cases the cavity works best when it's empty, we propose that the resonant cavity augments the transmitter's signal, like the sound box of a guitar increases the volume of a plucked string. We radio hams aren't just pretty faces, and if truth be known, some of us aren't even that. Richard is awarded his C8 PhD and can now use the honorific Dr. 8 in correspondence. By coincidence, Richard scored yet another science entry in column 8 just last Tuesday morning. Let's read again from the Sydney Morning Herald. Speaking of genius, here's Richard Murnane, CH, PhD of Hornsby, with his back-of-the-envelope explanation of John Boddington's claim that a dish of marshmallows in a microwave can be used to measure the speed of light. Column 8, Monday. The oven's magnetron frequency is 2.45 gigahertz, the resonant frequency of water molecules in the food. The magnetron sets up a standing wave pattern in the oven chamber with maxima and minima spaced one wavelength apart. These cause hotspots to develop in the melted marshmallows if the plate is not rotating. Multiply frequency by wavelength to get the velocity. Richard did put in a disclaimer, however, saying, I have no idea if my theory is solid, but at least it sounds plausible. Yep, weird and wonderful indeed. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ, Straight Key Night on Oscar 2015. You are cordially invited to participate in Straight Key Night on Oscar 2015, sponsored by MSAT for radio amateurs throughout the world. This year's event is being held in memory of Captain Giles Dorian, W3JPT, who passed away in 2014, aged 92. Chuck, who held many senior positions in the US Coast Guard, was one of MSAT's earliest members and served as Secretary of the Board of Directors. Participation in MSAT SK on an Oscar is easy and fun. Just operate CW using a stroke key or non-electronic bug through any amateur satellite between 0000 
and 2400 hours UTC on January 1, 2015. There is no need to send in a log, but all participants are asked to nominate someone they worked for best fist. Your nominee need not have the best fist of those you heard, only of those you worked. Send your nomination to w2rs at msat.org. A list of best fist nominees will be published in early February. Special event stations, DX, Begin, Repeater and Advice. VK4, RIT, UHF, Voice, Repeater, Access, Tone, Now Active. Those wanting to access the VK4, RIT, Townsville, UHF, Voice, Repeater will now have to encode a 91.5Hz CTCSS tone into their transmitters. The access tone is needed to stop digital communication services from the primary licensee of the 70cm band from triggering the RIT repeater. Mount Vincent, Antarctica. Alexei, RV3ARY is planning an attempt to operate from Mount Vincent, WAP MNB01, Antarctica, Grid Square EB62, between the 24th of December 2014 and the 3rd of January 2015. Battery power with a Wyndham and Yagi antenna for 20 metres. Plan frequencies are 7.045, 21.260, .260 and 14.260 MHz. LI for LA and LJ for LB. Celebrates 200 years of the Norwegian Constitution during 2014. In addition, special event station LM1814 will be active as part of the celebrations which end at year's close. EI1100WD Ireland's oldest city, Waterford, is this year celebrating its 1100th birthday. In line with the many festivities and events to celebrate the anniversary, the South Eastern Amateur Group are currently activating the special event call sign EI1100WD until the end of the year from various locations. Activity has been on the various bands and modes, mainly HF. If you wish to get EI1100WD in the log, activation details are being posted on www.scarg.com. HS50REST Special Event Call Sign Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, REST, have been issued with the special call sign HS50REST, which celebrates the 50th anniversary of the REST, and can be used until the end of this month only. Bosnia Herzegovina, E72. Special event station E72NATO is active until the end of this month, and commemorates the cooperation of NATO and Bosnia Herzegovina that was established in 2006. QSLVI E73Y. Tenerife from December 9 to January 8. IK1 PMR and PA3 LEO will be on the air signing portable EAA from Tenerife Island between December the 9th of this year and January the 8th of 2015. Activity will be on 160 through 6 metres using CWSSB and RITI. QSL via HB9, FKK or each operator's home call sign via the Bureau. Guatemala. V7BV will once again be active stroke TG9 from Guatemala between January the 22nd and February the 17th of 2015 on 20, 17 and 15 metres CW and SSB. QSL virus home call sign which again is V7BV, direct by the Bureau or electronically using logbook of the world. Penang Island, January through February 2015. PA0RRS will be active as 9M2MRS from Penang Island, Malaysia, between January the 1st and February the 3rd of 2015. He plans to operate 30 through 10 metres CW, RITI and PSK, with SSB only on request. QSL via PA0RRS via the Bureau. Can you hear us? DF3FS and DL9OLI will be operating stroke 5Z4 from Diani Beach, Kenya, between February the 16th and March the 8th of 2015. 80 through 10 metres CW and SSB. QSL via the home call signs via the Bureau. 
4S7KKG. DC0KK will be active as 4S7KKG from Sri Lanka through until April 10, 2015. He operates mainly using CW in the digital modes. QSL via DC0KK via the Bureau. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the Sunshine Coast, it's relayed on 146.825 and 146.850 at 9am. I'm Gordon, VK4VP. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV video. New FT4TA Tremellant slideshow for ATV is online. A slideshow covering the 2014 Tremellant Island FT4TA operation is now available for viewing on the World Wide Web. The show is made up from selected photos from the thousands that were taken, beginning with the approach by air to the island. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Spinsat successfully deployed from the ISS. Spinsat has been successfully deployed from the International Space Station. Developed by the Naval Research Laboratory, Spinsat is a 56cm sphere weighing in at 57kg that has 12 electronically controlled solid propellant thrusters spread in pairs throughout the surface of the satellite. They're fired in pairs to spin the spacecraft. Spinsat's primary mission will be to calibrate the space surveillance network. Lasers will be fired at Spinsat from ground. The light reflected back will be measured to determine where in time and space the satellite is passing overhead. Spinsat will also model the density of the atmosphere. The IARU Satellite Frequency Coordination Panel report that Spinsat carries a 2-watt RF output 9600-bit-per-second AX25 packet radio store-and-forward system on 437.230 MHz. With just primary batteries for power and only 4.8 grams of fuel, the spin-up phase may last between 3 to 6 months. Druva Space signs deal with AMSAT India to develop HAMSAT 2. Druva Space, a two-year-old startup co-founded by technologist Sanjay Nikati, VU3ISS, has sealed a deal with AMSAT India to develop HAMSAT 2. This is a successor to HAMSAT VO52, which went silent on July the 11th, most likely due to the failure of its onboard lithium-ion batteries. Druva's satellites are expected to be launched on the Indian Space Research Organisation Polar Satellite Launch Vehicle. VU3ISS says that his team are working closely with the space organisation for design approvals and testing of the new planned satellite. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. Dino Island no longer valid for IOTA. The IOTA committee has been made aware that Dino Island no longer meets the requirements laid down for qualification for IOTA and have decided that it should be withdrawn from EU 144 with effect 1st of January 2015. The distance separating the island from the mainland has reduced as the beach area gradually encroached into the channel and it's now significantly less than the required 200 metres. Credit will continue to be given for contacts with Dino Ireland made before 1st of January 2015. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting.
The Boy Scouts of America have released their 2014 report for the Jamboree of the Year Jota held in October. National Jota Coordinator Jim Wilson, K5ND, states that 354 stations had registered this year, with 205 submitting operating reports in the USA. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Rewind. Now to rewind, a look back at history. Popular Electronics Magazine's archive. AmateurRadioHistory.com has shared an archive of all the popular electronics magazines from 1954 to 1982. Along with many other magazines, there are millions of pages and hundreds of books and magazines on radio transmitting, receiving, TV, computers, and more at AmericanRadioHistory.com. And that's all from me, Brian, VK3GR, signing off. As we do each and every week, we'll leave you with a look at the social scene. We'll just take the first quarter of 2015. February 22nd in VK2, the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Wyong Field Day. March 21 in VK3, D-Stars Users Group, 9am at the Wood End RSL in Anslow Street. And March 29, also in VK3, it's the EMDRC Hamfest. Till next we meet, and that'll be just a couple of weeks before Christmas, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA at the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.